Hey friends, we're here talking about business ideas, how to get started, where to get started, and turning a side hustle into a full-time business. This is an important step in homesteading and outside of homesteading, but just having a fulfilled life. So join us as we share our thoughts and tricks on this. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. All right, so today we're talking about businesses, starting businesses, how to like pick the right business, a little bit about all of the entrepreneurial things that might be, I don't know, if you're thinking, how can I make a living self-sufficiently? And then a lot of times that involves being an entrepreneur. So we're gonna talk about that. We had a question in our group about these two business ideas and not really knowing how to get started, big dream ideas, little dream ideas, how to really manage all of that. And this is something that Drew and I have been doing for a long time because we are kind of just serial entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, multi-passionate entrepreneurs, lots of names for it. We love coming up with really ridiculous ideas and then making them happen. Good ideas. Also. We like coming up with good ideas. <laughs> good ideas. Ideas them. that people say, I don't know if you can make that happen. And then we do. And it, sometimes, it's fun. Yeah. And then I mean, I will say. Sometimes we fail at it. Too. Yeah. I, I recently was having this. I have a coach actually. And I was talking to her. Um, and a business coach. A business coach, right. And and I, I definitely suggest if you're looking for a business coach or want a business coach or whatever, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on how maybe we can help you with that. But ultimately, you should have somebody that kind of just is encouraging you in these things because I think one of the major problems is a lot of times we have these great ideas and then we look to our friends and family to, and maybe even sometimes our spouse, to like encourage us and tell us like, that's a great idea, you should do it. And a lot of times that never happens. It's like the other day I was driving with my teenager. She's just learning. She's 16. She's got a permit. And we're driving, and she wanted to pull left, right? And lefts are always harder than right. Wait, you were riding with her. She I was, was riding. riding. She was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like I'm driving because I'm still, like, terrifying, <laughs> making all the decisions, but, you know, telling her to do them. But anyway, so we're trying to pull left, and she's kind of, like, waiting for like the most perfect opportunity to get out of this drive out of this parking lot and the guy behind her was not real happy about it and it was never going to happen it was we were never going to get out of this parking lot she thought moses was going to come out and stop (laughs) part the red sea and say it is time for you to go well i eventually i was like naomi there no one's going to invite you out here you're going to just have to go for it if you want to go left you have to go left right and it might mean pulling into the middle, right? And then waiting for the, the, the traffic coming from the right to clear up, right? But you have to kind of make a way for yourself. And granted, you want to do it safely. You want to do it within reason. You want to do it so that everybody lives. But you also want to just do it, right? You cannot wait for an invitation to build your dreams because no one's going to tap you on the shoulder and say, okay, you know, you need to, you know, it's time and we're going to make this easy for you. It's just not like that. I, but it's I funny because a lot of times when we like start, coaching people or just even talking with people Mm -hmm. I always use the analogy that we are very much we build the parachute on the way down (laughs) I feel like that's a really good example and like I don't know we're also like I said not afraid to fail 
So a lot of people yeah. you'll hear will say fail and fail fast and fail as much as you can because that's how you get to the successful idea. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't get that parachute, parachute built before we hit the ground, but we get back in the airplane, jump again, and work on building that parachute. I feel like this is a terrible analogy because I will literally never drum, jump out of an, an airplane. It, especially, I, if you had never, that, especially if you didn't nope, have a parachute. Not with a parachute, <laughs> not without a parachute, I won't do it. So I think that it's a I very... love the analogy because I would try either way. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> anyway, okay, so... There's all our, how many analogies can we right, come up with right. in, the, in the first okay, five so, minutes of this call? So Lacey's not, Lacey has some great notes on this. So let's get started with what are your pillars? Okay, so I love talking about pillars because I think that we often don't even know what our pillars are. So I might I might have written a book, right, called I Belong Here about how to successfully build an entrepreneurial endeavor. So if you haven't heard about that, you should definitely check out the book too because well, I go into a lot of metaphors and help you really, it's a workbook, so you help you really hone in on this. But your pillars are the things that are super crucial and important to you. And for us, we can give you our example. What are our pillars, Drew? So, I mean... If you're listening to this, you probably know it's homeschooling, homesteading, natural medicine, and entrepreneurship. So uh, in all honesty, we can kind of even, we can um, distill that down to just self-sufficiency in general. Right. Um, and, and actually community sufficiency is even more important. I think like we just really are all about developing community and helping that community feel self-sufficient. So that is what's important to us. And that is what we want our life's work to, to focus on. Okay. So when we're thinking about bu- building businesses or or what new way are we going to go with our business we have to measure it by the does it fit into that and does it match with those most fundamental and important things for us and generally speaking we're pretty good at eliminating things that don't match those those pillars and if you don't know what your pillars are then i think what will happen is you'll get distracted by things that seem like a good idea and really could potentially be a good opportunity and maybe lead you down into something that might seem fun and exciting at first but in the end are not going to be fulfilling and satisfying. So I think it's really important to know going into any endeavor as an entrepreneur, what brings you life and, and what is what fits your holistic context. We've talked about this with farming as well. And, you know, for us now, it's fairly, we can see an opportunity coming and it's hard to pass up, but we also can see it doesn't fit within the context of how we want to live our lives. And so we're going to pass on it. Right. And I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but like, oh, we, we just had one not too long ago, but I can't remember it now. Well, um, I, I'll just, I would say like, okay, uh, what if we could start like a fast food chain or not a fast food, but like any kind of franchise, like there's a smoothie place we go to. And every time we go in there, it says, you own your own smoothie franchise. And I'm like, Oh, these are good smoothies. People love these smoothies. We could sell these smoothies. It would be great. We should, yeah. we should offer these smoothies. And then I think to myself, no, I don't want to live by somebody else's rule book. Uh, I've got another, uh, and I've got another good one. Okay. So uh, with our community market that we've been doing, mm. we had somebody that wanted to sell hot dogs. We love this person. And, and we love this person and we wanted that it's not even a bad idea no but within our holistic context of what 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 we want we're trying to accomplish we said you know that's not what we want like we want fresh local high nutrition high quality vitality kind of food wellness at at our market so that just doesn't fit it doesn't match with our overall context or or I'd, i'd say brand also which is something i think you can develop over time but having an outline so brand, holistic context, pillars, it's kind of all 
Kind of all goes together. Part and partial. Yeah. 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 So for sure. I mean, I think that's a really good like spot on example of like, even though that would have been fun and it would certainly have met a need, it wasn't, it wasn't within the content. And so that's kind of the same. So when we're putting together the community market, thinking about the people we invite to be vendors and all of that, it's always going to be within that. Like, okay, we want to talk, we want to work with small farmers. We don't just want to have stuff to have stuff. We want to have stuff that is meaningful and is adding sort of a foundation of, of wellness, wholeness, and also like supporting our local economy in a really kind of powerful way with as much power as we can. Right. Well, and I had a farmer that I invited to the market and then i said you know just double check and you grow organically right and he was like well i spray every once in a while so, mm. some herbicides i was like oh no our our standard is organic or better mm-hmm. and he replied is there better than organic <laughs> and i was like absolutely organic is like you know the, bottom, and... the bottom of the rung yeah. you know like so having like and it was just super easy then like this guy doesn't isn't organic and he doesn't know that there's better than organic, so he's not a good fit, you know. Like, and maybe eventually he'll he'll that will put a thought in his mind of like what, like you know. Yeah. And so maybe we can influence uh, that grower in that way, and it feels like a big deal, right? Yeah. And then another opportunity is like you know we're looking at leasing land to have to raise more cows, but does that fit into our holistic context of like we want to be able to travel, mm. or at least I do. Lacey's like on the fence. With <laughs> Medium. It. Um. But, you know, if we were doing that full time, would we be allowed to do that? So, you know, like there's different aspects of your overall context and what do you want to do? Like, do you want to, I had a home theater business a while ago and I knew to scale that business to a like full size, I would have to travel more. I would be away from the family more. I would have to be a national company, hmm. but that meant that I was away from the family. So that didn't make meet my holistic context. So hmm. I kept the company small instead, you know? Yeah. So there's, there's lots of different like kind of ways to think about it. Measuring what kind of lifestyle you want right. and how does the, the endeavor that you are doing now and into the future match with the lifestyle that you want. I think that's really important. And then also thinking about what energizes you. So it can be really easy to do something that even you love, but that isn't energizing because you're not doing it in a way that you love it. And I think that this is actually a hard lesson that I had to learn. And it's probably what inspired me to write the book is that I was doing things to build my business and not seeing growth because I wasn't doing them from a place of energy. I was doing them out of a place of like obligation or kind of getting stuck in the like this this idea that growth is the ultimate way to measure success and it wasn't you know I wasn't making it grow I wasn't doing it out of a like you know out of that passionate side I was doing it out of the like I don't know the, the ambition side which there's nothing wrong with ambition but it definitely has to be paired well with the passion right yeah. so self-care is a word that we actually just sent out an email talking about the kind of the detriment of self-care and I think it can be you can get stuck in a cycle of self-care that doesn't look like growth and it doesn't lead you to success because self-care has to kind of align with also your passion and with your entrepreneurial endeavor so how does self-care fit into you what you're doing so I think the community market going back to that as you know sort of the most recent kind of development for us how does it self how does it fit self-care for me and it is because it nurtures community for me there's nothing more fulfilling 
selling then looking around and seeing people interact and and shop and have fun and have the kids running around and having experiences that develop that that bond between you know the people that are in your actual physical life so for me that is self-care for me also we sold a lot of plants and plants are self-care for me right gardening is self-care talking about plants is self-care for me because I love it so so much so I think that energizes me that brings energy to our business and it just naturally kind of creates something that's that I want to be a part of but then also other people want to be a part of so will your business idea do that for you I think it's important and I think that's important like with this question about a side hustle small side hustle a lot of times that's a great way to get started and see if that is like your passion mm-hmm, you know like sure. start that little su- small side hustle don't put a lot of pressure on yourself and see where that goes mm-hmm. and you know if it turns out to something that you love then pour all of your passion into it and if not then like look for a different side hustle mm-hmm. or try something else yeah i'll tell you i, I mean when when i was introduced to the network marketing company that i work with i was not like oh i need another business i already had a business i already had a you know my my basket was full so to speak but when i met it i fell in love with that product and i, I had to talk about it. i had to share it i loved it and it was a perfect match so to speak and i will say that if you're looking to start a side hustle it can be a a network marketing option could be the best fit for several reasons one you're going to get great training Um, most network marketing companies include sales training they include you know systems they include the marketing itself they include you know just all kinds of things that you see okay this is what it takes to run a good company you have to have images you have to have you know good words to use and good products and all of these different things so without starting from absolute scratch it can be one of the best and most profitable ways to start a like a side hustle I really feel and I can say that because it's worked really well for us and it has been obviously more than a side hustle really for us but it started as that it started as a way to just pay for a few projects around the farm and kind of see where I could take it and it, it gave me training in an entrepreneurial way and we've talked about this a ton the training that we've gotten in sales and entrepreneurialism through that has been more than we could have ever gotten in a business school setting more than we could have gotten in really any setting yeah and even drew had owned his own business before and i think we've even learned so much more about the the flaws that we made in that business just based on what we've learned in our network marketing yeah for sure so definitely encourage you to align yourself with a company and if you're curious i am always looking to help people get started with the with the network marketing company that we work with so reach out if that's something that interests you but but yeah we for sure think side hustles are a great thing to start with and then you know it can grow from there the other question i think that you should ask is what serves your community because a lot of times i think we get these brilliant ideas and myself included and then I need to look around and say is that something that's actually needed is that something that's going to fill an actual (laughs) an actual void that you know the people are craving I guess you could call this like market research maybe but the community market again is just another really good example of that and you know we got to be we we had the first one in June it got to be May and Drew's like I think it's too late to pull this off I'm like no no we need this which is just so you know that's how it goes with pretty much everything we do <laughs> it's never too late we we go back and forth Lacey at the last minute makes it makes the idea 
I get in charge of the marketing and uh, it comes together and then it comes together, but it's always terrifying. So it, it's kind of one of those things like, so we've done the homeschool open house online. We've done the homestead open house. And both of those were like, there were times when we were like in the middle of the night, like this is never going to work. This, this is not going to Pan happen. Panic. Yeah. Like we can't find anybody to do it. Nobody's going to buy it. Here's what I will say. I will say that I think that this is kind of one thing that I, I'm better at this side of things of like, of knowing that if we had the idea, <laughs> then we should do it. <laughs> and Drew is that more of the like... contradictory to what you just said. But. Is, what? Well, if we have the idea and we feel like, okay, so I'm never like a quit after you started kind of person. I'm like a see it through because it's too late now and it'll just work out. Like well, it, it I feel will. like that comes from the network marketing training. Of we, had the, we have this rule that you never cancel a meeting. Never cancel, yeah, you know, for like... Sure. Even if absolutely nobody's going to come, you show up. And it just sets this tone of like, you're there no matter what. And it's the same, like, that's what is always in the back of my head, even though sometimes I really want to quit. And I'm like, this is never going to work. It's always like, like Lacey said, we're going to see it through and we're going to do it no matter what. Yeah. And that pans out. I mean, we had like, for the homeschool open house, how many, like 2,000 people, Yeah, you know, came through that. The homestead open house, we had like around 1,000. Yeah. It, it was just like, even though it felt like it might not work at all, it might be a giant flop. The community market, the first one, just back in June, you know, we didn't know how many people were going to show up. It could have been three, and I think it ended up being more like 400. So, you know, it's, I would say that's probably the biggest detriment, the biggest obstacle or failure of entrepreneurs is they give up before they they've given it a through. chance. Yeah. yeah. They say, oh, this isn't working before they get show up for the actual thing. And I will say yeah. like with any of those, if it did fail, we would have rebooted, like started over, change it up a little bit and try again. Yeah. Or just say like, okay, this is not what the market wants and, you know, move on. Yeah. But there's also like a rule for online marketing of like you always sell the course before you make it. And I think that's another kind of good rule of like, yeah. you know, you get people, find out if people are interested. Like Lacey say, the community, like what does, the, the community does your community mean? want this? Yeah. So what can sustain your bigger vision? So when you're talking about a side hustle, so I feel like that is exactly what happened with me in network marketing is I met this company. I love their product and I love what they're doing. I love their impact on the world and I wanted to be a part of that, right? But not only that, but I wanted it to fuel other things. I wanted it to pay for stuff on the farm. That was the first goal. Then I was like, okay, it's doing that. Now, can I get Drew to be able to, to sell his business and just work on the farm? Because how much more can we get done if we do that? And we did that, right? And then now, even still, it's able to help fuel the visions that we have for remodeling the schoolhouse and doing local events and then also our online stuff. And, and the way that we can kind of impact the world globally has changed significantly because that side hustle has turned into something that's helping to fuel our bigger visions. And so that is huge. And I think that, like Drew said, starting with that side hustle, finding something that's your little thing that then can spin into a big thing and then spin off and, and fuel your other things. It builds confidence. It builds your know-how. 
it builds your your just your overall foundation. It helps create ideas. It helps get you training, and it helps fertilize those bigger ideas. Oh, like putting in the farming metaphor. Yeah. I so like <laughs> <laughs> I took some notes ahead of time, but we you know often talk to people who want to start gardens, and we uh, most often recommend that they start small. Right? They start with one garden bed, maybe two, and really get their fingers dirty, get their their understanding, the their hands in the dirt, and and start to understand what does that feel like? What does that look like? How, what's their best way of doing it? Because a lot of times, you know, you start with this raised garden bed and then maybe you're like, you know what? I think what work better for me is to build maybe like fruit tree guild in the back corner of my property or actually to just do, to do rows instead of raised beds is going to be better. Or maybe this location isn't even the right, the right, I'm not getting enough sun here or it's not as accessible or whatever. So starting with something that's going to give you that experience to help understand what best fuels you and your needs is huge 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 right so um i definitely encourage you to do the same thing when it comes to entrepreneurial endeavors so now moving on i think we're just gonna summarize a little bit we actually do offer power hours with drew and me and or and help you hone out your entrepreneurial plans and get some outside expert advice on putting your ideas together um and you can access our scheduling calendar at theschoolhouselife.com and as always you can jump in with the academy which is something that we offer sort of a group coaching program with access to a lot of different videos and trainings and things of that nature and loads of resources plus a private boxer group where you can ask specific questions for your specific needs plus discounts free access to other online events and more and all of that again is available at the schoolhouselife.com check out the academy schedule a power hour whatever it is that you you feel like you need to to fuel your ambitions and passions and however we can help you do that we would love to so yeah. i mean i think ultimately like with this question is like if if you have the idea of starting a business, mm. I think if we're summing it up, right? Like start small and start. Like don't wait for somebody to invite you to do it. Dig a, or take a little bite out of whatever you can and get started there. And uh, you can do it. I know you can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and keep those questions coming. I really, I really appreciate your questions and would love to connect more. So just keep those questions rolling. We'll talk later.